Well, we are now in part two of talking through that word purpose. And if you recall on the last episode regarding this topic, we unpacked a lot with regards to purpose from manifesting to wishing to thinking about what you really want. So now what? What do we do once we have started thinking about that? Well, let's tackle that today with four ways you can start to move practically into your purpose. Welcome, everyone. Yes, this is the Strength, Yoga, and Freedom Podcast. My name is Justin. So excited that you're here. This is the podcast where we use the philosophy of yoga in a practical and everyday way, one small step at a time, to become happier people and even to find a little bit of purpose. Okay, that's what we're talking about today. Part two of what is your purpose? Don't forget to that on Wednesday, May 24th, which is coming up pretty quickly, I am going to have a brand new yoga class premiering on our sister channel, the YouTube channel, the Strength, Yoga, and Freedom YouTube channel. If you have not yet subscribed to that channel or checked out the free yoga classes I have over there, you can also do that by following the link in the description of this episode, or even if you are listening to this podcast on YouTube, you are welcome to go back and take a look at all of the content that's out there for you with regards to free yoga classes. So watch out for that. It's coming Wednesday, May 24th. You can also follow me on Instagram by checking out the link in the description as well. You can also sign up for our newsletter, which comes out once a week. It comes out every Saturday and it's free as well, just to give you an idea of what's coming up in the future and also a little bit of nugget here and there, some nuggets of wisdom, advice, whatever it might be in that newsletter. So all, check all that out. I appreciate every single one of you who has been supporting this prod, podcast because the growth has been really, really humbling. And all my intention is, of course, is to help you to create a life that is a little bit happier one step at a time and one day at a time. And today we're gonna talk a lot about that very practically when it comes to purpose. As I spoke earlier in the introduction about what we have already learned and where we're going, I wanna build on that for just a moment to set up how this episode is gonna go. You see, in yoga, you might hear the term dharma, and this comes from a Hindu teachings of governing law that encompasses your moral conduct. It's also translated to, guess what? your purpose, or maybe your soul's purpose, dharma. Now, the reason you are here on this planet could be your dharma, your purpose. There is a reason. And my guess is you've always known what the reason is, but as we talked about in the previous episode about purpose, it might get lost. It might get rediscovered. It might get deepened, or it might become more fluid. So it is very evolutionary. But be sure that before you go any further in this episode, you go back and listen to part one of what is your purpose because we're gonna go straight into the four things that you need to look at practically in order to move towards a purpose. So be sure you do that so you can hear all the foundational work that comes from kind of where the whole notion of what is your purpose comes from. We talked about manifesting, we talked about the difference between that and maybe wishing things will happen or hoping things will happen. So please be sure to go back and check that out. Let's jump right into the four things right now. These four things are, number one, identification of talents, number two, examples from others, 
Number three, money habits. And number four, the feeling of happiness. Now, these four things are to be practiced daily when you are moving into purpose. Every day, they're in the back of your mind. Maybe when you're journaling, you're going to start writing these out every day. These are the things that you want to accomplish in your life. Number one, this. Number two, that. Number three, I want this. And they don't even have to be anything huge, okay? But what does this really mean with these four things? Well, it means that you're gonna get irritated (laughs) because they're not easy things, but they can be done. They're irritating, but they can be done. And let me explain why. Every single day, you are going to make choices. Now, research tells us that you make 35,000 to 40,000 choices per day. Holy shit, that's a lot of decision making, isn't it? But it's nearly impossible to make these choices consciously because our brains really don't work that way. We make choices all day subconsciously so that we can function day to day. If you don't make those decisions subconsciously, your brain would be on overload. So what's happening is you're doing a lot of those. You've trained yourself to do a lot of things subconsciously, like turning a light on when you walk into a room, turning the TV channel when you don't want to watch what's on, you want to change it to something else, or maybe pouring water into a glass, you choose the glass, or flushing the toilet, right? You get it. These are all subconscious decisions that you make. But then there are other choices, like When you're going down a healing path, which I would assume that that's why you're listening to this podcast and perhaps maybe you're doing other work to try to change your life, you're going to be presented with other choices that will affect your happiness. So listen to me very carefully, folks. This is so important. This is the key to unlocking a boat ton of progress and feeling like you're moving forward and not feeling like you're moving backwards or feeling stuck. Your conscious choices must be made as the future you, not as the current you. Remember that in the last episode about purpose, we talked about how you want the person who you are manifesting your life for, which is you, to be the person who will be happy about the choices you are making now. That's what this episode is all about, making the decisions like you are living in the life of your dreams already because that is how you get to unlock all of this potential. I'm gonna say that again. This is how you unlock the potential. Making the decisions now, like you are living the life of your dreams right now. So, we'll have examples as we go, and I'll use myself as an example through these. So, let's get started. Let's start with number one. Identification of talents. So I was talking to a really dear friend of mine who is a member of this community as well. She was discussing school and her, and we talked about the subject of math, which her daughter tends to have a really easy time when it comes to math, easier than she does. And boy, I understand that too. I hate math. Do you hate math? Maybe you love math. I don't know, but I am not a math person. So I know that about myself. So why would I or my friend who I was just talking to Why would we set a course for ourselves in the future that involves math? (laughs) That's not a talent that I have. And so the first step in understanding purpose is looking at your talents. What are you good at? So some things that I know that I'm good at already is communication, organization, leading others, teaching others, writing, efficiency, planning. Okay, those are some things that I'm really good at. 
Now, some things that I'm not good at are being creative, like drawing. I'm, I can't draw. I can't do crafts. I don't like putting things together. And I can't come up with cool and creative ideas on the spot. That's just not how my brain works. Now, I can do a whole bunch of research and write a podcast episode and deliver it to you because I can communicate that. But when I have to make an ad to put on my social media accounts for my business, then I freeze because I'm not super creative there. Now, can I kind of push my way through that? Yeah, I can because I know that the future me is actually going to be happy that I've put something out there, but I know that when it gets to be a little farther in my journey, that someone who has that creative skill might be doing that for my own business. So you see, it's about recognizing that too. I'm not very athletic. I'm not really competitive, so I don't really like playing sports. I also don't like playing instruments, and I don't do well with instruments. So, And I also don't sing, I don't paint, so I wouldn't do those things. And I'm not going to move myself in a purpose towards those things if I don't feel like they're serving me, or if, and I'm not going to move in that direction even if someone else was pressuring me to do that. So that's a kind of a short list for myself, but there's a lot more. And for you, there may be a lot more. So the first step is identifying what are you good at? What are you talented in? Now, people may say, when you aren't good at something, you should just keep working at it so that you can get better at it. And I say that that's bullshit. I will never be able to solve an algebra equation or write code for software. It's just not in my DNA, right? I am not going to be able to do that, and I understand that. Yes, trying new things, of course, is very important. But when we talk about purpose, we're talking about what will drive you into the life you desire. And it is so fulfilling when you do the things that you are talented in. Because that's what lights your fire, the things that you're talented in. Now, the opposite could be true, too. You might be really good at playing a particular sport, but you don't find any interest in doing it regularly. So identify, what are you actually gifted in and what does it feel like for you? How does that really feel to you? Do you feel like when you do it, something inside of you is activated or are you just going through the motions? So it's important, look at that. Are you really good at something but yet uh, it doesn't really fuel my fire? Or is there something that you really are talented in and you dabble in and it hits you? That distinction is very important. That's number one. Number two, examples from other people. And I'll use myself as an example again. So not only do I study and practice yoga on my mat and off my mat, and I've had countless teachers, and I have countless teachers who are teaching me, but I also study personal development because that's what fuels my fire, and that also is something that I know I'm good at, and I'm talented in communicating that to others. I have been through countless trainings and programs to sharpen my own teaching of yoga, whether I'm teaching a yoga class in person or maybe over the internet. I look towards many of these things and these teachers and I use what they teach me and then I put my Justin spin on it, my talents. The same goes for personal development. A lot of what I teach you here on this podcast comes from things I've learned from other podcasters or authors, speakers, entrepreneurs, coaches, professional and personal developer, tons of research on the topics I teach on because I look to those things and those people as examples. Maybe you resonate with Oprah Winfrey, 
Who was the person who taught me that you can miss a person every day of your life and still be glad they aren't in your life? Maybe it was Mel Robbins who taught me about waking up with the alarm clock immediately or not sleeping with the phone in the bedroom. Maybe it's someone like Jay Shetty who teaches about relationships and love. And then, so you mesh all of that information together along with a lot of research. And then I, what I do is I take all of the teaching I've learned, little bits from all of these people and my research of my own and my own experience and my study of yoga philosophy and I create my own purpose out of that and I teach people how to live their life one day at a time through yoga off the mat and in a practical way. That fuels my fire. But what you will learn as you go that people generally look to examples of others when they wanna go somewhere new. You look at someone else who's kinda doing what you're doing and you put your spin on it, right? It's that whole make magic by what someone else is doing and start doing what they do. So every day you take a moment to learn something from someone else, a podcast, a book you're reading, an article, a blog, whatever, and you marinate in that information for a while until it affects your life and then you start to implement it. Number three, money habits. Now, this is a tricky one because the way we all spend money and our relationship with money is deeply personal. Money habits stems, much like a lot of what we do, stems from past experiences with money. Now, growing up, I never had a good concept of how to manage money and this sent me into a debilitating time with debt bankruptcy, gambling habits, whatever. And yes, these were the things that I used to put myself down about. But the truth is, I was never really taught what it means to have decently acceptable money habits for myself. My sense of purpose as a young age was very skewed. I wanted to just spend the money I was making on things that my future self, which is the version now who's talking to you, was not going to benefit from. Now, I am not suggesting here by any means that you should save every penny or never do anything fun or never enjoy the money that you work very hard to make. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying here is that I learned that just like anything else, having a disciplined money practice allows me to put money in different places for different purposes. And that is extremely important, important when you're working towards purpose. So what you could do is take a look at, are there different places where you wanna put money for different reasons, like $5 here, $10 there? Maybe because you wanna buy that new item for your business, maybe you wanna do some traveling, maybe you're investing in additional school or training, maybe you wanna save for your children's college fund, it doesn't matter, whatever it is, that purpose is there. And of course, you would look at money in your life to get your necessary needs, needs met. We know that. And if you're struggling to actually make enough money to pay your bills, then it's time to take a look at what can you do right now about that. And that in and of itself could be your purpose at the current moment. It could be, I need to make the money so that I and my family have food on the table, we have a roof over our head, and that we're able to go forward in the current moment. You might have to think, well, what's the unnecessary spending that's going on and where can that money be moved to and where can I turn for help when needed if I'm struggling to pay my bills? My family, my friends, additional income like side hustles or another job, that's all up to you and how you see fit for your money situation. But the relationship with money turns around when you look at it differently. Now, I am in no way a financial advisor 
and I'm not qualified to give financial advice. This is me basically saying, I have been in a place where I myself couldn't pay bills, I wasn't able to provide for myself, and I had to shift how I was looking at where my money was going and what more I could do to bring more in little by little to get myself in a better position, stabilize myself to get my basic needs bet so that the future me is in a better position. There's lots of help out there. If you're struggling with money regarding you know, ways to utilize it, how to maximize it. So look at what you can do to help yourself investing in things that really matter to you right now. And look for the help, because it's out there if you really are struggling. But if you are able to meet your ends meet and you're able to have some excess money to do things with, what are you doing with it? Is it aligning with what you're going to need it for in the future? And you should spend, I think, you should spend your money on things that make you happy in the current moment, but that will also give you lasting happiness and not just temporary happiness. And finally, number four, let's talk about that feeling of happiness. That's what it's all about, the feeling of happiness. And I wanna conclude with this one because it may be the most important of all. I want you to really think about what makes you happy. What is it? We talked about this before and we even talked about it in number one about your talents. And we need to revisit it again and again. What are you doing every single day that makes you happy? The, fu the future version of yourself, what would they want you to be doing in a year, in five years, maybe even tomorrow? And here's a hard pill to swallow when it comes to that future you of just tomorrow. Let's just think about the person tomorrow. When you know you have to work tomorrow, do you get yourself so drunk the night before that the next day you walk around sick, hungover, unable to perform at the capacity that that future you needs to perform at because you're creating a life for yourself? What about going somewhere today that you really don't want to go, but you do it so that everyone else will be happy? So now you've put off the homework that you need to do, and now tomorrow is horrible for you because of what you've done there today. You see, there are so many things that are going to happen to you tomorrow that are out of your control that you're going to have to deal with anyway. So why would you add on today to all the things that are going to challenge you tomorrow in the decisions you're making today. Because when you add the things in now that you can control and set yourself up for a better tomorrow, that's where the future you starts to become happier. This also works really big picture. If you're making decisions that are aligned with temporary happiness now and a lot of turmoil in the future for your mind, body, and spirit, then that's just what you're gonna get, turmoil. And listen, every one of us is gonna make decisions that we don't like later on. It's gonna happen for the rest of your life. But when you start to do the things that make the future you happy, even though you don't want to, your whole life changes. Like, as I mentioned before, getting up when the alarm rings, putting the laundry away so tomorrow you aren't flubbing around looking for clothes, packing your bag the night before so the morning is easy. Do the things now that make your future self happy. And it's not a matter of doing 20 things on a checklist. It's a few things that set yourself up for success the next day. And then it just becomes the next day, and then the next day, and the next day. Suddenly, everything has changed. And that's where you tie all this in together. You tie in the creative outlet and the talents, 
learning from others, money habits, and the small steps every day to consciously do the things so that your future self is happy. One final example, a year ago, I was in a much different place than I am now, physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially, all of those things. I have, of course, done a lot of things this past year that did not make this version of me, the version now, as happy as I probably could have been. And that's okay. And you're gonna do that too. But what you will notice is that when you look back over a few days, over a week, over a year, or whatever, and you really honored yourself by knowing that what you do right now either creates happiness or creates a slowdown or stuck feeling, that's when you're going to really see a little bit of a breakthrough. And you're the one who gets to decide. So figure that out. What is the purpose of yours truly? What is it? So that every day you take one or two steps to change your entire life. My friends, that's truly manifestation right there. That's all it takes. One or two steps per day and away you go. So I hope that these episodes on purpose gave you something to think about. Maybe listen to them again. Maybe go through and write down, what do do I really want for myself? What do I feel like I want in my life right now? And I'm not talking about your life right at this current moment. What are the things that you can do to activate that feeling of euphoric happiness in your gut? That when you go towards that, that dream house, that dream car, that place you're gonna live, that job, whatever it is, the school, the family, it doesn't matter. What are the things you can do right now? Is it going and drinking two bottles of wine tonight? Is it spending the money on things that you know that you're not gonna use that thing in another day or two? Or is it taking a look at the small habits and steps you can create for yourself right now that are going to give you better days ahead. And I hope those days are ahead for you because you know why? You deserve them. So start doing the work today, because you can. And I'll see you all in the next episode. Okay, one last thing. The content in the Strength, Yoga, and Freedom podcast is not intended as a replacement or a substitution for the advice of any medical professional like a physician, a psychologist, or a qualified therapist, or any other medical professional. It is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only.